from the Soggy Doggy Coffee Shop, Episode 2. Take yourself out on a walk, yeah, you need to unwind. A bit around the block, there's a place you will find. If you go, you will know, this is where you want to stop. These are the tales from the Soggy Doggy Coffee Shop. These are the tales from the Soggy Doggy Coffee Shop. JR! JR, what happened to your bicycle? It's a mess? Why are you bringing it into my coffee shop? Hi, Thelma. Yeah, about my bike. It started raining a while ago. Uh, did you notice? Yes, I noticed. So, because it was raining, I opened up my umbrella. But then the wind grabbed my umbrella, and the next thing I knew, I crashed my bicycle into a fire hydrant. Now the handlebars are squeaking, the brakes are creaking, and the horn is stuck in the tire spokes. JR, are you telling me you were trying to ride your bicycle while carrying an umbrella? You can't do that. Yes, well, I guess I know that now. I mean, I'm not sure it's a good idea for a dog to ride a bicycle at all. But a dog riding a bicycle while carrying an umbrella? Bad choice, huh? I should say so. But that doesn't explain why you're bringing that bent and broken bicycle into the soggy doggy coffee shop. It's dripping water and the chain is dragging and getting oil on my clean floor. Oh, sorry. Well, like I said, it's raining. Yes, that fact has already been settled. I just thought maybe I could fix my bicycle inside where it's not raining. Would that be okay? This is not a bicycle repair shop, JR. This is a... Oh, fine. Just be sure to clean up when you're through. Oh, I sure will, Thelma. Thanks a bunch. Why do I let myself agree to things like this? Hey, JR, you working on a new podcast today? Huh? Oh, hi, Roland. Yeah, maybe in a while. I'm not even sure what the topic should be today. Right now, I'm more interested in fixing my bicycle. Wow, what happened? Your bike's a mess. Yeah, I know. See, when it started raining, I opened up my umbrella. Yeah, but not while you were riding on your bicycle, right? I mean, I'm not sure it's a good idea for a dog to ride a bicycle at all, but a dog riding a bicycle while carrying an umbrella? (laughs) That would be crazy. So I've been told. Uh, Oh, oh, got it. (laughs) And and so you crashed. Yeah, into a fire hydrant. Wow. Uh, Glad you're okay. Thanks, Roland. Now my bicycle can't even stand up straight. Well, of course it can't, JR. It's too tired. (laughs) Get it? Too tired. It's a bicycle. It has two tires, so it's too tired. Are you finished? (laughs) Oh, oh, sorry, man. (laughs) Oh, hey, your your bicycle bell is bent a bit. Yeah, it sure is. Oh, hey, I guess that would make a good podcast theme. What, bent bicycle bells? No, alliteration. A little what? Not a little anything. Alliteration, Roland. Alliteration is when you string words together that begin with the same sound. Like when you said, your bicycle bell is bent a bit. All those B words... That's alliteration. Oh, well, I don't really get what you mean, but uh, whatever. 
Wow, JR, you'd better build a brace and bend that broken bar. Very funny, Roland. W uh, what's funny? Better build a brace and bend that broken bar. You can't tell me you didn't just do that on purpose. Uh, do what on purpose? All of those B words again. That was alliteration. I really don't understand what you're talking about, JR. It's when you... Oh, fine. Whatever. Just hold this piece here for a second, would you? Yeah, sure. Oh, bummer. There's a bulge on your blue basket. I'd bend it back, but it won't budge. Okay, now I know you're pulling my leg. No, I'm serious, JR. Look, it's stuck. I mean all of those B words again. Bummer, bulge, basket, bend. That's alliteration. You're doing it on purpose. Oh, wow, <laughs> JR, you're, get, you're getting upset. I, I should probably go. No, wait. I'm sorry, Roland. Really, I shouldn't get upset. It just sounded like you were teasing me by using all of that alliteration. No, no, no problem, JR. But I really should be going. I haven't finished delivering the mail yet. Oh, well, okay. Thanks for your help. Yeah, sure, JR. Hey, good luck with the bicycle. Thanks, man. Oh, and JR, if you get in a bind, you can bet I'll be back in a bit. Bye bye, buddy. He's pulling my leg. He has got to be pulling my leg. We're so glad you and Todd moved into the neighborhood, Margot. And look what you've done to the place. It's so simple. Oh, I know what you're thinking, Lisa. And I agree. It's our furniture. It's too bland. Uninspiring. I wish our furniture was more... Alliterative? That's right. I wish our furniture had more alliteration. Are you tired of humdrum furniture? Looking for a little more spirit, spunk, and sparkle? You need furniture filled with alliteration. And you'll find the finest at Fanny and Folly's Furniture Factory. Step up to one of their stainless steel step stools. Begging for a better bed? You'll be bedazzled by their beautiful birch and buckeye bunk beds. Tired of tipsy tables? Their Turkish teak and turpentine tables are terrific. At Fanny and Folly's, they have loads of lovely lava lamps, superb sets of silk and satin sofas, cheery cherry wood chairs, and charming chunky chests. So say goodbye to furniture that leaves you yawning and step up to alliterative furniture. You'll find the finest at Fanny and Folly's on the corner of First and Filbert in fabulous Ferndale. Open until 545 on Fridays. Hi, I'm Juliana, and this is my poem, Water. Water flows and water goes. Downstream, it reflects sunlight beams. One dripple can send a ripple as it moves out towards the land beyond. One person will see that ripple at dawn and send it back away and gone. Hi, Mr. Russell, hi. I'm glad I found you here at the coffee shop today, Mr. Russell. Oh, hi, um... Henry. Remember? My name is Henry, and I wrote that song for your podcast, your first podcast, Mr. Russell, the song about poems and what poems are and why people write poems and why people read poems. And then I played my ukulele, and I sang the song on your podcast. Remember, Mr. Russell? Well, sure, I remember, Henry. That was really... And so what song should I write today, Mr. Russell? What song? Yeah, what song should I write for your podcast today, Mr. Russell? What will you be talking about today? Well, Henry, 
when I decided to make a podcast, I really didn't count on having a young puppy who... A puppy? Oh, I'm not a puppy anymore, Mr. Russell. I'm almost 18 months old now. That's like... 11 years old in human years. I've lost all my puppy teeth, and Mom feeds me the grown-up kibble now instead of the puppy kibble. And I don't even have my puppy smell anymore, see? Smell me, Mr. Russell. No thanks, Henry. I really don't want to smell you. Okay. But I'm sorry about that, kid. When I called you a puppy, I didn't mean to say you. Oh, it's okay, Mr. Russell. It's okay. But what kind of... Wow. What happened to your bicycle, Mr. Russell? It's a mess. Yeah. Well, Henry, I... Did you crash, Mr. Russell? Because it looks like maybe you crashed. Yes, Henry. I did crash. Some people say dogs shouldn't ride bicycles. Has anyone ever said that to you, Mr. Russell? Well, it does seem to be a common opinion around here, Henry. But I don't think so, Mr. Russell. I don't think that at all. I think a dog can ride a bicycle if he wants to. Oh, well... That's nice to know, Henry. So do you ride a bike? Well, no, I don't, Mr. Russell. But I ride this instead. Oh, that's a real nice skateboard, Henry. Thanks, Mr. Russell. It's a Rail Runner 3000. It has tensor magnesium trucks and Formula XK wheels. See? And I can do tricks on it and everything. I'm wearing my helmet. So uh, should I do a trick for you now, Mr. Russell? Here in the coffee shop? I don't think Thelma would like that, Henry. Oh, okay, Mr. Russell. So, are you going to do another podcast today, Mr. Russell? A podcast about poetry? Because if you are, I could write a song for your podcast again. I'm not sure, Henry. I need to first fix this flat fender. First fix this flat fender. Wow, that was a good alliteration, Mr. Russell. Do you know what an alliteration is, Mr. Russell? Well, yes, I... Alliteration is when you put words together that begin with the same sound, Mr. Russell. Like, first, fix, flat... And Fender, I'll begin with the f sound. That's right, Henry. So maybe your podcast today should be about alliteration, Mr. Russell. Alliteration is a useful thing in poetry. You know, I sort of had the same idea earlier, kid. But I'm not sure today I'll be... Great, Mr. Russell. Great. I'll get right to work on that song, Mr. Russell. And then I'll sing the song on your podcast, Mr. Russell. See you soon, Mr. Russell. (sighs) Yep. See you soon, kid. From my favorite corner table at the Soggy Doggy Coffee Shop, this is Eric Odie with today's special guest, the much-loved author and poet Charles Guinea. Charles, welcome to the coffee shop. Well, thank you, Eric. I'm happy to be here with you. Hey, so I want to start with a question, and I'm, I'm sure you get asked this question a lot, but you're the author of over 100 books and so how do you, or, or maybe the question is, where do you possibly come up with new ideas? <laughs> That's a good question. I'm afraid to even think about it. It might go away. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I've just always, even when I was a kid, I was always just thinking up stuff and turning things inside out in my mind and looking at the world, you know, backwards, I guess. But now, every time I just get a little idea, like I just came back from my little two-mile hike up the hill, and I, I think of things, I come back, I jot them down. For me, I have to get out and, and just you know get in nature and, and just clear my head and look up at the sky and the trees. Mm-hmm. Hey, and, uh, and, and JR, uh, J- JR is our, our host of this podcast, and he asked me to ask you about alliteration. 
And um, and your poem, for instance, the B poem from your book, Tickle Days, Poems from Father Goose. Yes. Uh, b- begins with, a poem is a busy bee buzzing in your head. His hive is full of hidden thoughts waiting to be said. And I love the way you went from those B words of busy bee and buzzing, and then you moved on to the H words of head and hive and hidden. What does alliteration do for a poem? Oh, my goodness. I love alliteration. Uh, I like it when it, your ear hears it, but sort of a background music to the poem, and it lifts the language up, and, it's, and it lets the imagery or extended metaphor carry you into and through and past the poem. As long as we're talking about alliteration, I've got a game in mind. Uh So check this out. I've got a deck of alphabet cards with me. It has all the letters of the alphabet here. Uh. Hold on. Okay, I'm going to shuffle my cards. (laughs) No, here's the challenge. I'm going to draw a card and we're going to each create an alliteration filled uh, person and their career using that letter sound. Ooh, I like that. So I'll I'll start just to help explain what I mean. Okay. All right. So here we go. Hang on. I'm going to draw a first card and and I've got the letter N. Yes. Uh, And so uh, N is for... um, uh, Nadina Nightingale, the the Norwald neurologist from Nantucket. Ooh, that's very good. You're good at this. Thank you. Okay, okay. I'm gonna play this with my grandchildren and at schools <laughs> with the kids that I, that I work with on workshops. That would be fun. All right, all right. No, that's good. Um, but okay, but now you're you're up. Oh, is mine N? You got you got the letter N. Uh, Nicholas Nottingham, the notorious Neanderthal. Neutralizer. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that, that is. But... That's great. Okay, hang on. We have to try another one. Just a sec. Okay, another another card. I've got the letter uh, the letter S. S is a good okay. one for alliteration. S is S is good. Yes, okay. it is. Uh, do you want to go first? Okay, I'll, I'll start. S. S. Um, Susie Swettinger, the slippery snake surpriser. Excellent. Very good. Very good. I want to meet her. Um, okay, I I will give you um, um, uh, Sally Saucepan, Sweden's finest sturgeon surgeon. Oh, that's good. I, I don't yeah, think that's... I could say that again if I if I really. No, try. <laughs> that's a tongue twister. Even if you don't. We've got to share some poetry. Do you have Do you have a, a, a some poems for us today? Uh, I do. Um, let me start out with just a little piece of a poem, if I may, because the entire book is a poem. I have a brand new book. It's called The Night the Forest Came to Town. So the book unfolds from dark to light, and it starts like this. It starts kind of mysterious. It was silent in the city when the cracks began to form. In the evening, late one summer, when the concrete was still warm. That's that's a beautiful opening. How do you... Uh... How do you approach writing a poem? Do you have, it sounds like you do a lot of writing right up there and you're in the treetops there. Yeah. Um, poems, if you hold still and listen and look around, they come to you. Mm-hmm. And even if it's just a word or sound or an idea or something you heard or saw or thought, um, when you let your imagination and heart and mind just open, things come. But I just, I, you know, it's like just starting with something small and watching it grow, like planting the seed and just keep watering until something might right. pop up. So will you share another poem? I will. Uh, there's a poem that ends one of my very, very first books that established me as, as Father Goose when I started writing for Disney 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one of my first books is called Tickle Day, Poems from Father Goose. And this is called A Poem is a Little Path. A poem is a little path that leads you through the trees. It takes you to the cliffs and shores, to anywhere you please. Follow it 
and trust your way with mind and heart as one. And when the journey's over, you'll find you've just begun. Ah, Charles, thank you so much. I sure appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us for a little bit. Well, thank you, Eric. I have enjoyed this thoroughly, and it's good to have contact with a kindred spirit. Okay, that's 17 large coffees, eight with cream, five with sugar, four with cream and sugar, and one slice of pumpkin bread cut into the shape of a giraffe. You folks have a nice day. Oh, hi there, JR. What can I get for you? Hi, Thelma. So, well, I don't suppose you have an adjustable wrench and maybe a tire pump I could borrow. Sorry about this, JR. Let me answer the phone here real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, sure, Thelma. Soggy Doggy Coffee Shop, this is Thelma. Oh, hi, Mama. I'm glad you called. I thought maybe I'd stop by after work. We could go shopping for a new hat for you now that the... You're where? You're at the Pocono Pines, Pennsylvania Pudding and Poetry Party? And Big Bicycle Bonanza. What is that exactly, Mama? Dogs riding bicycles while reciting poetry. Well, that sounds very nice, Mama. Sure, I know you love poetry. Of course, I didn't realize you know how to ride a bicycle. Oh, you're not riding a bicycle. Well, I'm rather glad to hear that, Mama, because I... You're not riding a bicycle because you're riding a unicycle into a pool of chocolate pudding while playing trombone and dressed as a green chihuahua. Oh, Dressed as a cheese enchilada. Sure, that makes more sense, I guess. And what poem will you be reciting, Mama? It's called Forever Counting Coffee Cups? That's a nice alliteration, Mama. Counting coffee cups. What's the poem about? It's about a dog who spends all of her life running a coffee shop and should really find the time to travel with her Mama and see more of the world. Hmm, I don't think I know that poem, Mama. Oh, you wrote it. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Um, Mama, it's getting hard to hear you. Well, it sounds like people are cheering. Did I just hear them announce your name? I think that means it's your turn to ride now. Do you have your unicycle? And your trombone. Wonderful. <laughs> have a nice time. Call me when you get back. Okay. I love you too, Mama. Bye. Sorry about that, JR. Now, what were you saying about a tire pump? She's dressed like a cheese enchilada? That's my mama. Wow. Yep. Hello, my name is Jackson, and this is my poem, You'll Find Me Outside. Running, running, all around. Running, so I'll not be found. Crouching there behind a tree. I found you, so you find me. Tag, you're it, I must confess. At tag, I'm really not the best. Running round in circles more, to me is really just a bore. Playing pretend is so much fun, because you can be anyone. A fearless knight, a dragon too, or be a princess or magic dude. I hope that you had lots of fun, for there are more games yet to come. I hope that you'll come back to see that I'll find you, and you find me. Wow, Mr. Russell, you fixed your bike. Huh? Oh, hi, Henry. Yeah, I guess I did. Except I must have accidentally put the front wheel on the back and the back wheel on the front. Because now when I pedal forward, I go backward. Oh, 
Yep. And I think my handlebars are on backward, too. Because when I try to turn left, I go right. Wow. Mr. Russell, was that a joke? Yep, kid. That was a joke. (laughs) That was a pretty good one, Mr. Russell. Thanks, kid. Except your bicycle seat is facing backwards, Mr. Russell. Very funny, kid. Oh, wait. It really is, isn't it? Well, at least you'll be able to see where you've been. (laughs) I guess so. I have your song ready for your podcast, Mr. Russell. An alliteration song? Yep. Do you want to hear it? Well, of course. Great. Here it goes. It's what you are using to make poems pop with the words you are choosing. Like Pootsie the Pelican purchases peas and pink pickled pancakes as plump as you please. While Nell has a Norwal that nibbles her knees. Alliteration, it won't give you fleas. Well, Henry, that's very... You'll find it's fantastic It's flexibly friendly And fairly elastic With words like My walrus gave William a wink And someone left six smelly socks in the sink And Thor has a thermos of thimbles, I think Alliteration, it won't make you stink Well... What do you think, Mr. Russell? You know what, Henry? That was perfect. Purely and positively perfect. Gee, thanks, Mr. Russell. I can hardly wait for next time. Bye! Yep. Bye, kid. Hi, this is Eric Odie. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Tales from the Soggy Doggy Coffee Shop. Consider leaving us a review on iTunes and then stop by our website, SoggyDoggyCoffeeShop.com. You can learn about the many wonderful people involved in making this series come together, including our special guests. You can find information about how you can help support this podcast series. And you can send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Tales from the Soggy Doggy Coffee Shop is a production of Deep Rooted Music.